Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presented by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Michaela Perkins, and joining me today is Leah Merrill and Kirsten Susell. Uh-huh. I have to say I'm really excited about this specific group of gals being on the show today because for those of you who don't know, I do a little freelance work on the side and I work in like production, live production, like event production. And the entire control room last night at the ASU baseball game was all women, which is super wow. cool, super rare, especially in live event production. And now today the podcast is all women. So I feel like this is great because A, it's Women's History Month and I just like being surrounded by women. We are taking over. We are taking over. <laughs> I have a theory that if there were all women in all areas of control, the world would be a better place. <laughs> Agree. What's that, Michelle? I'm not. Have a great day, everybody. Um, no. So, yeah, I'm super excited. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Um, my day got off to a little bit of a rough start. I forgot my computer at home, which uh, is not great. So, I haven't said the best of us. Yeah, I'm going to be doing the show off my phone. So, if anybody's watching and is like, why is she on her phone? I'm not. I've got my entire run down in my ad copies uh, right on my handy dandy iphone so uh what can you do though sometimes you just start off your day and you forget your laptop it's not the best way to start okay just have agility bounce back we got this we got this it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great all right today we're gonna be kind of recapping and talking about some of the roster decisions surrounding the arizona sports teams as of late i think we should start off with the coyotes because yes or not yesterday monday was the trade deadline um and the coyotes have been in like this weird state obviously we all know that they're sucking on purpose Got a tank for that uh, that first overall pick, hopefully. Um, most recently, they made some moves. They traded the goalie, uh, Wedgie, Wedgwood, to the Stars. And then Sad. they also uh, made a deal with the Wild to bring in, or not the Wild. Who yeah, was the it? Wild. yeah, the Wild. <laughs> why do I, why do I doubt myself? Uh, to bring in Jack McBain. So, Leo, what are your thoughts on this? I know people were kind of surprised by sending um, Wedgwood away, especially how he'd performed during the season. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on, I guess, the trade deadline as a whole and these two specific moves? Well, the trade deadline as a whole around like the U.S. and Canada, the Coyotes like, aren't getting fantastic grades, to be honest. But, I mean, I think it was a fine trade deadline. Sending Wedgwood away would be surprising if this was a team that you wanted to be good, but that's not the purpose of the rest of the season. Um, Wedgwood had been playing really well, and actually this was a win for the Coyotes because they got him off of waivers, so it cost them nothing to get him, and then they sent him away and got a pick in return. So they actually ended up getting something in return when they didn't have to pay for him in the first place. So it's a good move. Sad to see him go. Really great guy. Really great um, goalie for the Coyotes, but he could come back. He's going to be um, a UFA after this season. So he can come back to the Coyotes. Um, that door's not closed. And then Jack McVane coming. He hasn't played in the NHL yet. He's a senior at Boston College. So he hasn't had the opportunity yet. But I think the Coyotes will be a great opportunity for him. He's a center, which the Coyotes need. He's 6'4", which size the Coyotes need. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. But I'm I'm happy with it. And they didn't end the day with fewer draft picks than they started with. They shuffled around mm-hmm. um, from different years. But, you know, that's what the Coyotes need is assets for the future. That's what they did. Yeah, absolutely. So if you were grading the, the trade deadline for the Coyotes, what grade would you give them? Um, Maybe like a B. Like, okay. You know, they didn't. Well, 
to me, the most surprising move was the moves they didn't make, right, which yes. we'll get to, I'm sure. But And I know there was a lot of criticism around that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was definitely more they could have done, but also just the nature of the market this year was so different with like the flat salary cap and just the price of things. And there are so many teams selling this year. So for what they did and what they were given and what they had to work with, we'll just say a B. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, B is good. Yeah. It's not awful. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of alluded to it. So obviously, Phil Kessel is still a member of the Coyotes, which also surprised me, especially knowing how badly he wanted surprised to leave. Me too. <laughs> um, he really wanted to get out. He wanted yeah. to go to contender. Obviously, he's a little bit older, so his window to win another championship is closing. Yep. Why did they not move Phil Kessel? I know that there have been some reasons out there. Why do you think that they didn't move him? And money. Yes. Money. Yes. Money. His salary cap hit is high. It's over six million, which is just unaffordable for many teams, especially for a player his age. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to be unrestricted after this season. So he would have been a rental for a contending team and it wouldn't be worth it to take on that big of a salary cap hit. NHL teams can only retain three salaries on the roster right now. Well, before the trade deadline, the Coyotes had two. So they can only retain one more salary. And they ended up retaining Johan Larson's salary um, just because that was a better move for them. And as a result, they couldn't move Phil Kessel. Um, I know that he tried. I know Phil has been wanting to leave for over a year. Um, so it's a disappointing for him. But, you know, he can go wherever he wants this summer. Yeah. Cheerson, how do you think Phil's feeling right now <laughs> being on this team in the Coyotes and knowing that he wanted to get out? Well, here's the way that I look at it. From a career perspective, I'm sure he's had enough. And I I think maybe at some point in the season, he was hoping to get to this point and that this would be a new beginning for him. So I'm sure he's probably disappointed. But didn't he just become a new dad? Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. Phil's been doing this for a really long time. And maybe he's at a point in his career where other things are becoming more important. Um so obviously, I'm not saying that he's like giving up on his playing career, but he's he's played a lot of hockey um, and he has something great in his personal life to offset what's going on on the ice and in his career. So there's probably some balance for him. And I think, you know, he'll probably end up wherever he ends up next is where he's going to want to be. Yeah. And also he's in Arizona. It's not like he's stuck in like Buffalo, yeah. New York. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. There are, Buffalo. Yeah. Full of it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Sean and everyone in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> but there are way worse places to be in the continental U.S. and Canada besides Arizona. So, I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. Like he gets to stay in Arizona where the weather's nice. You know, it could be worse. <laughs> um, Chris Melton in the comments. Hi, Chris. Um, OK, guys, we're back to the small monitor. I can't read as everybody so knows. So Totri asked if there was a trade deadline at All City. Who do you think would be traded to DNVR or CHO? And Chris said that's a fiery question. Well, stay tuned because we're going to be doing some hypothetical sign extend <laughs> cut scenarios at the end of this oh, podcast. And it's going to get interesting. Was so. he listening into our little production meeting? I don't know. That's a great be- question, though. I'm going <laughs> to I'm glad that he asked it now because I'm going to have to think about who I want from DNVR in Chicago to come to PHNX. But um, yeah, stay tuned. We're going to be doing a lot of hypothetical situations um talking about the coyotes again i will say the one thing i'm really glad that they didn't do is trade jacob chigrin i was hoping that they wouldn't because obviously they were asking for a lot and i believe if the situation was right for a specific team and if more teams were buyers in this market than sellers like you said i think chicken would have been moved but i'm really glad he wasn't because the whole coyotes philosophy is we we're building for the future we're building we're gonna be horrible for these next couple years and then you know when we get all these draft picks and all these draft picks coming through the system and they're ready to go we're gonna have a good team and I think you need pieces like Jacob Chikrin like Lawson Krause like Clayton Keller who are younger so that when they're older and the draft picks that they get turn into players and then the players come up through the system they have those veteran guys in the locker room to like lead the younger yeah. players obviously Jacob Chickren's having a little bit of an off year so hopefully he can kind of I still think they're gonna trade him this summer you think so yeah. what makes you think that I just think he if he had his choice he doesn't want to be part of the rebuild okay. and I think players like Lawson Cross and Clayton Keller have expressed that they're like happy to be part of this team teacher and I'm not like I don't know that for sure J- Jacob Chickens never right. told me that but I would that's just my sense and I think that they can get a lot for him this summer more draft picks so 
I still think he'll be traded. But I agree with the philosophy, Yay. and I think that Clayton Keller and Lawson Krause are going to be part of the team's future. So I'm really, I'm be really bummed if they uh, trade Chicken. Yeah. I like him, and I think yeah. he is a great leader. And if they don't, then that's yeah, great too. Exactly, so it's a win-win. I guess. How would you feel about it if they moved on from Chicken, Tristan? At this point, I'm not like married to anybody on that team. Like, just do what you got to do at this point. Like. I just want to see the Coyotes moving in the right direction. Yeah. <clears throat> and they've already let go of so many players that I loved to where it's just like, we're, this team's going to look wildly different over the next, the course of the next few years. So just do what you got to do. And certainly, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jacob Chikrin, but if he doesn't necessarily want to be here, I don't fault anybody like I don't fault a single player for not wanting to be a part of a real rebuild here in Arizona and also be a part of like playing in Tempe and not knowing if they're, I don't know where the negotiations are right now and working everything out about actually building a permanent facility. But um, it's my understanding, right, that they still have not finalized that deal. Mm -hmm. So like there's a lot that's up in the air right now with this team where if, if there's a guy that's like, listen, I would rather... I just don't really want to be a part of this. Um, then I'm with them in that. And so, yeah, that's my thought of it. That makes sense. And that's fair. And I definitely agree. It's a tough organization to be a part of right now. Um, I think there's been more criticism about the move to Tempe from people outside of Arizona than um, the players like probably prefer. Obviously, it's not ideal coming into a collegiate arena that only seats 5,000 people, but I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I mean, looking at it overall, do you think all the moves and all the decisions as a whole of the Coyotes made during the trade deadline set this team up for success in the future? Yeah, I think they did their best. I think they could have done a little more in terms of acquiring draft picks, but I think there's more to come this summer. Is that what you would have done differently if you were in charge? Yeah, probably. But Bill Armstrong knows what he's doing. I do not try yeah. and say that I could do any better. So I would have loved for you to be like, yeah, probably. And the Coyotes <laughs> should have hired me instead of Bill Armstrong. So. No, I don't say that. <laughs> hey, it goes back to my theory that the world would be a better place if you all women were in charge at all times. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to say something about um, the the trade deadline, but yeah, I definitely, I hope that, um, I hope that they, they can capitalize on the decisions that they've made. And I, I do see, I do think Bill Armstrong is the best GM for this job in this position um his whole bread and butter is scouting developing and improving players so if they're if you're gonna have any GM in charge of this team right now I think Bill Armstrong is probably your best bet so all right moving right along to the Arizona Cardinals um it's been an interesting (laughs) offseason to say the least they (laughs) have done not a lot in terms (laughs) of bringing outside acquisitions shout out to Johnny Venerable and the phnx cardinals twitter account for that beautiful video jason what the heck are the cardinals doing in terms of bringing in big pieces in this uh, offseason period well i don't think anybody thought that they were necessarily gonna bring in like they were gonna make like splash offseason deals with anybody right. I, I think we felt like it was gonna be pretty quiet but right now they're not we would have liked to see them make more moves for yeah, sure. And absolutely. they're not we, we look at everything on paper and we're like, wait a second, like right now we're like worse than we were last year. So right. how is this a good thing? And is that because of the players that they let go and that they didn't resign like and Christian having, Kirk? Chase yeah, Edmonds? I mean, I think the biggest thing right now is replacing Chandler Jones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like um, one of the moves that I think might pay off for them. And I kind of compare it to what I was saying about Marco Wilson, although their situations are wildly different. I always felt like because of Marco Wilson throwing a shoe in, in a football game, yeah, <laughs> the, the Cardinals were going to reap the benefits of that decision for a long time as he was, a, they got him as a, as a steal of a deal. Mm-hmm. So they added Jeff Gladney, a cornerback with a lot of talent. He was a first round draft pick in 2020. Um, he ended up being released by the Vikings just after his rookie season because he got caught up in a domestic violence lawsuit, which he was just uh, found innocent of like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not comparing their situations, but I think this could be a guy where the Cardinals swooped in and for, you know, because there was some history 
there um, that they actually might be able to have gotten another steal of a deal. Now, he only has, you know, one season under his belt. But remember, first-round draft pick has a tremendous upside. Um, and, you know, as soon as, you know, he was on that, everything was settled with that lawsuit and he was found, you know, not guilty, um, they swooped in and were able to, to grab him. So I am a little bit excited to see, um, to see him, uh, they have a linebacker that they picked up that could replace Jordan Hicks. Um, and then of course, by, you know, offloading him, uh, you know, you have a bigger opportunity for Zayvon Collins, but I'm looking at where we're at right now and, um, you know, Christian Kirk, Chandler Jones, how are we getting better in those yep. in, in those regards? Like they still need to figure out a way to add some pieces. And I don't know that you're necessarily going to do that in the draft. So hopefully Steve Kime has some moves up his sleeve. But yeah, I don't like I don't know that many Cardinals fans are like super pumped with what the roster is at this exact moment. Right, and um, if you wouldn't mind reading that comment from, uh, <laughs> is it you want me to read? Yes, please. <laughs> Jeff Gladney posted over eighty plus PFF grades late in his rookie season. He got better with time, which is very good. So that's yes. a good that's a good addition. No, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm actually really excited. I think they got, I mean, like a really good athlete, and I would love to see him have like sort of this comeback after he was dealing with some a rough situation and got released and didn't play a whole season. Um, I'm actually pretty excited to see what he's able to do for this team. Yeah, absolutely. And also, too, I want to amend what I said earlier. It's not like they didn't do anything. Like, obviously, they did a lot by re-signing both Zacherts and James Conner because I think that was a huge priority going into the offseason. So, yes, I actually came across this article, though. Um, Was it the one trashing their signing of the james, james connor, connor one yeah. yeah he was like put on a, yeah. yeah so he was like when you google james connor the first article that pops up is an article by yahoo and um it says uh usa today sports recently released a list of nfl free agency's top 10 most regrettable contracts in 2022 the cardinal signing of running back james connor came in at number three why what is the reasoning well because running backs are sort of considered a dime a dozen right like you shouldn't Mm -hmm. you shouldn't throw money at a running back especially when you're a team like the cardinals who have some positions to address outside of running back so a lot of people felt like you could sign somebody else for a lot less money and not have a ton of a drop off when it comes to running backs right so that's what a lot of people like that's what their their mindset is on that now my mindset i'm a little bit biased because i have been i'm around the team and i love james connor and i almost feel like he offers the intangibles that don't come around with every single running back that exists he's gonna play his heart out and set the tone for the rest of um you know, the offense along with Kyler in terms of, you know, to, you know, mindset, showing up to work, giving it your all, not straying. Um, now, you could also say he was playing on like a, you know, $1.2 million deal, one year deal last year. So, of course, he, but I, of course, he was giving it all. Like he was playing for another contract. But the thing is, is his whole story of his entire life is being a certain type of guy. I don't think he's going to stray from that. Mm -hmm. I think he's a great team player, a guy that you want in your locker room. And sometimes that's worth a little more than what anybody just looking at stats on a piece of paper would say he's worth. Yeah, absolutely. Kara saying 16 touchdowns is worth the money. 18. I'm blind, you guys. It's really (laughs) good. He almost had the franchise record. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, he was like a, a couple, a few touchdowns away from like setting a franchise record for a sing, for se- single season touchdown. So uh, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal year, and he's just a great guy to have on your team. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I was happy that they brought both of them back. I'm kind of surprised by the slanderous article, mm-hmm. although I can see it because I do think you know, especially in this Cardinals offense, the running back isn't relied upon as much as probably other teams rely on their running backs. So um, I could definitely see why some people would question that move. But I, I think it's not fair to judge a contract until like the player has played on that contract. If they like, you know, you can go back and say, wow, that was actually a steal because look what he's done. Yeah. Or you can say, look what he hasn't done. And that was a bad contract. And I don't think it's fair to judge right. until the the lifetime of yeah. the contract has gone on. Two things. One, I think I said he played on a 1.2. It was a $1.75 million deal, one-year deal that he played on last year. But 
Um, also some of these lists and things like that is just, I think we all know, like, A, I think we all would like to, like, you know, a deal gets done and then everybody in their own mind is like, okay, was this a good deal? Was this not a good deal? Right. It's just human nature. Yeah. Um, but for somebody that's not around the organization and is just looking at like, you know, like some statistics or whatever to just give it a grade, I don't know that he's like the third worst contract. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. that's, I don't know. That's bold. It's a bold statement. Um, So out of the four most notable players that they did not bring back, who do you think, do you think Chandler Jones is the biggest mistake out of all of that? Who do you think I they're going to regret the most? I totally yeah. think we saw this one coming. Um, You know, he mentioned that he for a little bit thought about staying in Arizona, but I think the, I think it was time for him to go elsewhere and I don't think that they were going to pursue him as hard as he wanted to be pursued and, and get the contract that he wanted to yeah. get. Um, I think it seemed he, just like a weird relationship to me. Like it was contentious. Well, he almost. asked for a trade last yeah. off season, right? And then played this entire season thinking that he should have been playing for more and should have had a new contract, yep. right? And so I think when that sits with you for an entire year, I remember after you already like asked for a trade and Chandler's funny. I respect the hell out of him because not every player is willing to kind of show their cards a little bit or tell you how they really feel. Um, And he would, I wish I remembered exactly what the joke was, but I'll give you some like insight. There was a, a TV uh, TV camera out at training camp that he bumped into on accident and he like made a joke about like I'll get the like the Cardinals will pay for it oh no they're wait they're cheap around here oh no yeah, <laughs> yeah and so like and then like he patted Steve Kimes pockets on the sideline which everybody caught like he was very and I respect the hell out of that it's funny and I think I think some of their it was a little truth to it and then some of it was just him trying to be funny. Right. But you could definitely tell that there was a little bit of tension there. I don't think it bled into the locker room whatsoever. Like Chandler was so incredibly beloved um, by his teammates, his coaches, the media members. Like I don't have a bad thing to say about Chandler Jones and I wish him all the best. But yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone was shocked by it. Yeah. Um, Carol saying Chandler is a great guy, but not worth 17.5 million a year anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of money, but... Um, yeah. And then Stephen Williams saying, Connor would have gotten more anywhere else. We're so lucky he wanted to stay, and we got him at a good deal. His intangibles are invaluable. So, yeah, not His, regrettable. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good point, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know how to say that name. <laughs> but this person saying, Kaim and Bibble are happy with mediocrity. On top of that, no one wants to play for this organization. I mean, I feel like that's a little bit of a hot statement. I don't know if I necessarily agree with they're okay with mediocrity, but... I mean, do you? Why do you think they haven't brought in any b- bigger free agent names like this off season? I don't know. I don't know what's going. I don't know if Steve Kime has something up his sleeve that we're just not, you know, aware of. Like, I, I genuinely am not sure what they're thinking right yeah. now, um, and haven't had we haven't had the time or the opportunity to talk with any of them this off season. So, like, I really don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I would hope that they've got something up their. Do sleeve. you think that they will bring in anybody bigger? I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. To me, I feel like everybody is like off the market. Like, I feel like they're so far behind the the eight ball. Like, we've Yeah. One of the reasons past. why I have no idea because I'm like, I don't even know what move at this yeah. point they would really, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully that they're able to address some of their holes that they have in their roster through the draft. But at the same time, it's just like, hello, <laughs> wake up. What are we doing here? Um, I hope they, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's hard. I mean, if you had to grade this, this off season, what would you give them so far? Um, I would say a C. Ooh, okay. Worse than the Coyotes. Yeah. <laughs> At the sure. trade deadline. <laughs> I mean, I think they, I mean, that's as of now. That could right. change. For sure, that could change. Caro said F. F. <laughs> and I'm Big giving them F. a C because I do think that the players that they signed yeah. could actually be like pretty good additions right so like i'm i i don't think they're like players that are gonna like change the trajectory of this team by any chance i would still like to see a player (laughs) no like f minus i mean guys uh, they're coming in hot you have to remember nobody expected them to make a like be like huge contenders to get free agents in the offseason right because i mean they did 
decently well. They made the playoffs for the and final the season's well. not over, so it gives and them it's room not over to yet. fail or yes. succeed more. And he is like middle ground. Yeah. They were able to get the two the two players that we all felt like they should retain, Zach Ertz and James Conner, they did. They parted ways with Chase Edmonds, which we knew was coming. They yeah. parted ways with Chandler Jones, which we knew was coming. If the, if uh, Christian Kirk was asking for that much money from the Cardinals, oh, I'm and glad, Kirk, we knew I'm was coming too. They, got, they did not sign Kirk because that is ridiculous amount of money for a slot receiver. I'm sorry, I would never in a million years pay Christian Kirk that much money. Like he's a great receiver and he is worth a lot of money, but not that much money that the Jags gave him. My jaw hit the floor when I saw that yeah, contract. Agreement. I mean, I was and good like, for Christian <gasps> Kirk. Go get your yeah, bag. But like, and, and so and then so Christian Kirk though, we all talked about as much as we didn't want to see him leave. We felt like that was coming because right. he was up for a new deal. He was going to be wanting to get paid. Um, Jordan Hicks, um, I was a little bit surprised about, but only because we didn't think they'd actually pull the trigger on it. But it made the most sense if you were going to move forward with Zayvon Collins that that would happen. So there was nothing. They were able to also get Max Williams back. Um, I would say it's very mediocre. So like I would give them, I would give a them a C. C. Yeah, like, I think that's fair. Um, they did. They did sign a quarterback. Uh, not their starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they signed Cole McCoy, and then obviously the glaring question is if Kyler Murray is going to get the extension that he is looking for before the season starts. Um, Cheerson, do you think a deal gets done before the season starts for Kyler Murray? I mean, I, I think that he very much is going to fight for it. I think it'll be interesting to see how much he fights for it if we get to, you know, off-season workouts, voluntary workouts, and that's the beginning of him not showing up. I've yeah. always said, like, right now, unless we hear, like, that, and I don't think we'll hear much until it actually happens that he's getting a deal done, that we're just going to kind of have to wait and see how he starts to react. I think he put the pictures back on his Instagram. Yeah. The Cardinals pictures are right. back. <laughs> right. Well, why freaking do that? Uh, you know, it's just like, I don't want to go, I don't want to revisit that, but it's just like, yeah. I, I, you want to do it for aesthetic reasons, but then a couple <laughs> weeks later, bring it back. I mean, that doesn't make any That's sense. That's like what I do with my Instagram, but I have a 25 year old white girl who like cares about my back? Instagram aesthetic. Oh my, oh my God. I change my grid all the time. Cause I like, I'm like, Oh, I don't like that picture. It doesn't fit with my theme. Like, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. Mary's not allowed what to do that. What theme, Michaela? <laughs> it's like aesthetically pleasing. It's like a thing. <laughs> it's totally a thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes, thank you. No, <laughs> that's it's a thing. You want to make sure your Instagram grid looks no, good. So, like, when really you post care. more pictures, you can, like, Oh, I guess that ones. is a good thing for a social media manager to care well, about. Well, I do that, but I don't ever bring them back. Like, I definitely, I've had, for I sure, I have, stuff. like... Like embarrassing, like height, like my bo- yeah. my picture okay. of chicken and waffles in high school. Yeah, no, I <laughs> yes, I for sure have gone back many times over and scrubbed through my whole Instagram and been like, that's not even a good picture. That's a weird moment. Let's ar- archive it all. But then I don't ever for once be like, oh, I'm just gonna archive these five photos today, and then like I think in a couple weeks I'll just like pick one. Yeah, all, it, like, it's very on your side with what? That. It all depends on what you post in the future. It's fine, guys. <laughs> if you need help reconstructing your grid, hit me up. I love. Do that stuff. Oh, my, oh my lord um, i guess we need people like you in this world that i just but that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> i'm allowed to do stuff like that because i'm a 25 year old white girl i don't think the quarterback of a friend no <laughs> i don't think kylo murray was like you know what i just feel like this needs a little refresh <laughs> like yeah can you imagine yeah. it's oh, just, like, sitting it's in just the like the aesthetic is just like a little off right now it's really like messing up with my vibe so i'm just gonna re you know i'm just gonna archive some honestly if that was the reason i'd be hilarious. like iconic like <laughs> imagine <laughs> um it's also i would like to point out i am older than kyler murray so maybe there's a chance he where were up. we what were we talking about though i got um, we totally got off uh, we got so track. far off track his extension ex- do you think he like do you think he deserves an extension oh um, and will he get one before the start of the so season my thought on this has not changed if he is your guy and you are totally sold out for him as yeah. your starting quarterback he's your franchise quarterback He's going to be here long term, then you should give him a new deal. Yeah, I think they have to. They have to at this point. They had a first round quarterback in Josh Rosen that they got rid of literally a year later. They brought in Cliff Kingsbury specifically to be the coach for Kyler Murray. At this point, you are far too down this river to not extend Kyler Murray. And also, look at the options. Look at the market out there. There's not a good quarterback in the draft this year that I would feel comfortable with drafting. 
Um, most of the quarterbacks that are in the game now are now locked into long-term deals because they either moved this offseason or got bigger contracts last season. So the, yeah, the NFL is a quarterback like, market. If you don't have a franchise starting quarterback, you are screwed. Yeah. And I know that from personal experience, being a fan of a team that did not have one until this offseason. So I don't know. I think you have to. Yeah, I agree. And the younger guys have their big deal signed. And honestly, some of the older guys, like you, you the the Russell Wilsons, mm-hmm. the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady, which really threw us all for a loop. Um, they're all probably on their last contracts, like of their careers. Yeah. Right. Don't even get me started and on so, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> of what? Don't even get me started on Tom Brady. Oh my yeah. god, what it's a whole other drama podcast queen. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's like a lot of conspiracy theories too surrounding why he decided to come back and like whatever. I'm like, oh my god! But you know what? At the end of the day, um, I sort of get it. I I totally sort of get it. Like when you've done and known one thing yeah. for like your entire career, and all of a sudden, and everything you hang your hat on. As much as people want to say like, oh, I'm a family person, I'd love to have more fi- more time with my family, and this is what is really important to me, or whatever. Like when you are like in the spotlight and however many the majority of the, your year year in and year out is on a national football league team yep uh like your identity lies in being a football player yep and i can't imagine how like internally difficult that would have to be yeah. to walk away when you still have more to give yeah yeah, so I understand. I mean, Ryan in the comments saying the longer you wait, the more the contract goes crazy because guys are signing for bigger deals. That's a great point, too. I think if they would have gotten Kyler Murray's deal done earlier, it would have been for less. But now that Kyler's looking at all of these deals and seeing, OK, where do I fit in market wise? I think his like I think it just keeps going up. So I don't know. I hope they I hope they figure it out soon. And honestly, at this point, I think they just need to extend him and get this drama over with and go into the season with. Kyler Murray happy and not mad and frustrated. Yeah, and- my mindset has shifted a little bit where originally I was like, no way. Um, and like they should they should wait out, wait it out if they have like some concerns about him. But at this point, it's just like, you know, what? it's just sort of how the industry goes, especially when everybody else is in heading in one direction. Yeah. Like you can't really sit there and look your quarterback in the face and and like and expect them to respond like favorably yeah. to, you know, not having an extension. So. I do think they should probably just get it done. I agree. Well, before we move on to the Diamondbacks uh, offseason roster additions, because we do need to talk about it, because guess what? It's baseball season, guys, <laughs> which I'm so happy about. I need to tell you all about drafting sports, but college basketball fans, college basketball fans, Miss Arizona over here. Woo. Are you guys watching the tournament? March Madness? Are you into yes. it? Yes. For sure. Oh, my God. Bear I down. love it. I've never been a college basketball fan And now I am. This is the year that I've decided that I'm going to fully invest in college basketball and watch the tournament. And I feel like I've been missing out my whole life on. (laughs) You for sure have been missing out. Yeah, I don't know. I just never really like basketball. Like the NBA is not really my thing. The NBA and college basketball are night and day different. Yeah, Yeah. totally different things. Um, (sighs) I'm going to get canceled for saying this because I went to ASU. But oh, you're rooting you for you, babe. Don't you yeah, dare. she is. Bear down. Back the A, Back the A. Stop it. I will end this stream. Back the A. If you went and covered U of A and really, you know, got to be around some of the players he and stuff did. like that. I was literally with Michaela when she fell in love with them. <laughs> I am in love with this Arizona basketball team. I'm sorry. Don't end the stream. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're so good. They are so good. I'm a little nervous about this matchup with Houston because Houston's probably the best defensive team in March Madness and it makes me a little nervous but oh my god uh, it's so cool I'm so mad at myself for not getting interested in college basketball earlier I've missed out Better my whole late life. Than never. true um so yeah please don't cancel me Sun Devil fans I'm sorry but anyway <laughs> college basketball fans join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook turn your team's victory into your own big win new customers can bet just five dollars on any team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do it really is that 
that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet just $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do win. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and up only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right. Chris is in the comments. Excited to talk about baseball. Charles is canceling me for being an Arizona fan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Come on, Charles. Well, speaking of baseball, if you guys, if I asked you to name a player on the Arizona Diamondbacks roster, could you do it? One and this player? is not. And this is not like a trap question. One player. Yeah. Yes. One. Yes. No. Escobar. Okay. All right. So, well, I think Escobar is not on the roster anymore. <laughs> Eduardo Escobar. Yeah. He's on the roster. Oh anymore. shit! Um, no, 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 no. He's not. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can't. No, 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 no. He's like literally my favorite player. The train. Um, David Peralta. Peralta. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I totally got him confused. Totally fine and fair. And it wasn't a trap question because the Diamondbacks are in this position where they did not bring in any big names during the off season, which I think. I was expecting, and I'll tell you why. It's because the Diamondbacks are not necessarily in tank mode, and they're also not necessarily in rebuild mode. They're in a sit-and-wait mode. So they're not bringing in huge names because they don't want to pay the contracts for these people because basically, in my opinion, their philosophy right now and what they're doing is they're waiting for all of the players that they got in big trades for like big names in the past, like uh, Zach Greinke and um, other players is to come up through their system and join the major league roster because they have one of the best farm systems in baseball. And they have so many prospects loaded up in their minor league system that probably around the year 2024, maybe 2025, their major league roster is going to be amazing. And I really, really believe that because they have so many incredible pieces in their farm system right now. Um, two specifically in the outfield, Alec Thomas, who is probably going to be one of the best outfielders in baseball. So in this offseason, they didn't really bring in a lot of like big people. Mark Melanson is probably the biggest name that they brought in and who's probably going to be the Diamondbacks closer this season, um, which is fine. He's not he's a little bit older, but he's probably one of the most reliable bullpen arms in all of baseball. So they brought in Mark Melanson and they brought in two more pitchers. They brought in Zach Davies to be a rotation pitcher, which I'm not crazy about. He had his worst career year ever last year with the Cubs, and nice. he is just not looking it's only great. Up from here. <laughs> but they brought him in because Zach Gallen, to nobody's surprise, is hurt yet again, um, which is really unfortunate because Zach Gallen was supposed to be, you know, their pitcher, their ace, and it just he just can't stop avoiding injury. It's a shoulder injury this time, which is obviously not good when you're a starting pitcher. So they needed to kind of add another bigger, another starting. They pitcher. brought Ian Kennedy back too. Too, didn't they? they did yeah so they brought ian kennedy back who was a starting pitcher for the diamondbacks um in the mid 2000s but ian kennedy is like a grandpa <laughs> he's so old so well, i imagine he's going to be in the bullpen oh for sure yeah for sure. so he's going to come out of the bullpen so basically they just added two bullpen arms and then zach davies as a starting pitcher in case zach gallon they need to like have another pitcher in, in place of zach gallon if he's not ready to go so um, yeah, I mean, not a really off exciting offseason, which is a little bit of a bummer um, for just casual fans, because you're not going to have like that big name that's going to draw you to the ballpark unless you're really excited to watch David Peralta or Cattell Marte this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a weird it's just a weird time for the Diamondbacks because they're not really rebuilding and they're not really going to be competing. I don't really think that they're going to do well this year. I'm positive they're going to compete with the Rockies for last place in the National League West this season, which is a bummer. But I mean, considering all of that, like, are you guys still excited to go to games? Like, do you want to go to baseball games? You didn't really just sell me much <laughs> no, there, but I do like it in the summer because it's the only sport going on. And right. there's nothing like going to the baseball stadium with and having a beer. That's just like a good summer activity. Yeah, definitely. I feel like this team's been through a lot. I feel like it went from the COVID season to... Last year, um, just 
just struggling to mm-hmm. win games. <laughs> Failing just, to tank properly. Yeah, yeah. They blew that. Seeing seeing the way that it impacted Tori Lovello and some of the guys that were just like, man, we're tired of just showing up to the ballpark and just losing. And to do it in some of the way, like some of the errors and just stupid ways where it was just like, this is like fundamentally hard to watch. Um, I think they had a really rough go and I, and I just hope that we're not seeing another one of these seasons with the Diamondbacks. You know, I get it if they're not, you know, if they're going to be competing to finish last with the Rockies, I get that, but I just hope that they play some better baseball and it's not quite as rough. I remember the start of last season and I, I always get Peralta and Escobar confused. Escobar is no longer with the team, but I remember them starting up that dance thing in the locker room in the clubhouse Mm -hmm. and um, it just being like a super fun environment. And they were actually like semi-successful at the start of the season. And then it just sort of died down. They got crushed by injuries. So I I just hope I I fully support this team. I'm a huge fan of Tori Lovello. I'm a huge fan um, of some of the players, like, you know, young guys like Pavin and Dalton. Um, obviously, David Peralta is, like, an all-time top 10 human being that exists. Yeah. And he's great for the Diamondbacks organization. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great face for the organization. So I'm certainly rooting for them. And I will pay attention for sure. So it's not like they're they're, they're so bad that I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with them this year. Yeah. But um, my biggest hope for them is just that it is emotionally mentally just a better and more fun year than what they had last year yeah and I think it will be I think a lot of the negativity that came in surrounded the injuries because like it's so tough when you see your teammates going down with injuries and it was just like one after another after another after another like they could not catch a break and they had people like playing positions that they normally wouldn't like it was just a mess overall so I think if you can avoid that again, which God help us knock on wood, they can, I think it will be a little bit better um, positively. And then Chris bringing up a great point. The biggest thing that they did was overhaul their staff. They, she's absolutely right. They brought in, yeah, they brought in probably the best coaching staff I've seen um, in an off season. You know, they got Alex, they have a banister. They've got um, Troy Lovello again, which people did not like, but um, you know, they, they pretty much overhauled their entire staff, which I think is great. Um, and I think the additions or the the changes that they made on their staff is were amazing. And I think that this staff is going to be the best staff to lead this team forward. And especially like they're going to be great in this like transitional period while they're waiting for their minor leaguers to come up through the system and to get to that major league roster. And then they're going to be incredible when those minor leaguers get up to this uh, to the big stage and and compete with um, on the major league on the major league stage. So. Um, the, the overhaul of the staff, I think, was a huge thing for the Diamondbacks this offseason. Um, I want to read another comment. Um, where is it? Oh, yes. Darth Voyota saying Redbeard back in the house. Yay. Yep. Excited about Ian Kennedy. Uh, Charles Woodall Pike, death by Dodgers pass. Yeah, the Dodgers, um, obscene. Absolutely ridiculous. Their payroll this year is $270 million. They have everyone and their mom playing for them. <laughs> and had top down, like one through nine, they're their rotation their rotation and their batting order just they're gonna blow everybody out of the water i don't see how anybody can compete with the dodgers this year um except maybe oh god maybe the phillies i don't know that's it's gonna be i don't know it's gonna be tough i'm so upset at the dodgers it's ridiculous and I actually tweeted something about it how you know the payroll differences in major league baseball is pretty much is what helping to kill the sport and it's super unfortunate especially sharing the division with the dodgers um yeah that's not great we're gonna get stomped on them pretty much all season long um darth saying going to baseball games are still fun the product on the field may suck but the beers that's are always exactly ice cold what i said <laughs> leah and you are on the same page when it comes to that and i agree <laughs> only god can compete with the top only god oh my god i love that i'm stealing that darth no i'm just kidding um <laughs> it's true though like there's nobody that's gonna be able to compete with the dodgers this year if they don't win which i mean they, they're still possibly that they it's can. not even fun though no it's not it's yeah. not fun at all because you go into it knowing that you don't don't have a chance and it's just like why are we here um they're kind of like the warrior 
Warriors when the Warriors were winning the NBA, like the, when Cleveland and the Warriors were going back and forth for yeah, the title that every was year. So annoying. Yeah, that's pretty much like how the Dodgers are right now. You just know. But I mean, I will say though, if anybody's going to choke in the playoffs, it would be the Dodgers. They're notorious for having an incredible roster and still not winning. So if, I mean, if a light at the end of the tunnel, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. So those were the offseason moves that were made by the teams and the trade deadline. Everything roster decision, we kind of recapped. Um, so and- a fun fact about Ian Kennedy, my one time that I had any interaction with him, I went out golfing with Goldie, Ian Kennedy, when he was with the Padres, but the Padres were in town facing the Diamondbacks and the team chaplain and did a story with them. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, because they would still do like, they're all, I mean, Ian Kennedy was still very close with the team chaplain, which maybe that's a story for the story Whoa. because the team chaplain is still there. But, um, but yeah, so, but he was a, like, just a fantastic guy. Yeah. So like for that reason, I'm like, he is a little up there in age now, but yeah, he's, a, he's um, a grandpa. He's a good guy. So happy to have him. Yeah. I mean, welcome back to the Valley Ian Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to play a game, but before we get to the game, I do want to tell you guys about our latest partner because they have a product that I use every single day. I know Cheerson is on the same page. Aaliyah, are you an athletic greens girl? Like I fan? have it in my fridge at home. Oh, there we go. So our newest partner, athletic greens, um, they have something that I take every day in the morning. So I have a problem with energy. I love my sleep if i don't get at least 14 hours of sleep i am a tyrant i'm you're joking what? right no i'm 14 serious. like 12 to 14 what is that who has time for that um i take naps throughout the day so i can hit that 14 total you know? oh my oh. lord um, i love sleep and a lot of that is because i have really low energy so i was looking for something that could help boost my energy so i could just like make it to my next nap throughout the day jeez <laughs> And Athletic Greens has helped me go from 12 to 14 hours of sleep to at least 10. Where's the Kayla? Oh, she's taking her fifth nap of the day. I love naps, you guys. I'm a big napper. Oh my gosh. Um, Are you guys crying? Yeah, I laugh when I when I laugh really hard. She I cry. always cries on the show. I always cry. Okay, it's fine. Um, so anyway, carry on. Every morning I roll out of bed, I go to my kitchen, I get my athletic greens out of the fridge, I take a scoop, put it in my water bottle, I give it a good shake and I chug that shit because it gives me enough energy, like I said, to get through the day, which is what I need. Like I'm really low energy. Um, It also is helping me with my gut health, with bloating, all of that great stuff, which is something that I really wanted and they have done for me. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. Athletic Greens, it really is a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality, (laughs) which I love, (laughs) and recovery. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It costs less than $3 a day, plus you're investing in your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash tpsp again that's athleticgreens.com slash tpsp which stands for the phoenix sports podcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance okay let's play a game i'm super excited for this um basically this is like my version of f mary kill except i'm calling it sign extend trade or cut i can't remember what did i call it anyways it's a version of f mary kill if you guys want to play along with us in the comments please do we want to include you in this game it's going to be really fun so uh, let's get to our first our uh, first sign extend cut question it's dessert themed so sign is equivalent to like f extend is like marry and then cut is like kill so like sign is you like it extend is like you love it and cut is like you hate it Leah, you go first. With no, this <laughs> you got it. You got it. No, I'm okay. Cake, ice cream, cookies. Um, okay, this one might be a spicy one. Um, sign, cake, extend, ice cream, cut, cookies. Ooh, okay. Because a good cookie is good, but a bad cookie is really bad. And there's no bad ice cream. Like ice cream extend for sure. Yeah. And I I just love cake. So. Mm, okay. Jason, what would you do? There's nothing worse than like a cheap cake with frosting that like literally like stings your teeth as you as you eat it. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you ever had like have you ever had that? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like the frosting is so sugary that yeah. like yeah. like the grocery store ones. Yes. 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 So um sign 
ice cream, extend, that's, I'm saying that right, sign, extend, cut. Yeah. Um, extend cookies and cut cake. So you're in love with cookies? Cookies is like your favorite? Cookies, no, you're making cream. the long-term investment. Extend is like your long-term investment. Oh, extend is my ice cream. Sakes. Ice cream would be your <laughs> Ice cream, extend. Yes, cookie sign. Cookie sign. Cut, cut cake. Cut cake. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think I'm the same. Ice cream is my favorite dessert besides tiramisu, which, by oh, the way, the best of my birthday. If you're looking for the best tiramisu on the planet, you have to go to Fat Ox, yeah. right? Oh, my God. It I was died so and went good. to when I ate that tiramisu. It was like my birthday cake, and I was, and Michaela was like, I, I saw the joy on her face. So I was like, Michaela, you have it. Um, so ice cream is my favorite, so I'm the same. I think I would extend ice cream. I would sign cookies and I would cut cake. I hate cake. I don't like I don't like it at all. There's just nothing about it I enjoy. Yeah. It's just gross. You can I agree. It's all good. Charles Woodall Pike saying he would sign cookies, extend ice cream, cut cake. So same as me. Darth saying he would sign a cake, extend ice cream, cut cookies. Okay, same as Leah. One for one. Everyone agrees ice cream is the best. So yeah, that you there's nothing better than ice cream, I don't think. I'm obsessed with it. Pie. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Um I'm a Rocky Road gal. I like really cookies odd and cream. Like, okay, cookies and cream. Like if you're just going to an, any ice cream shop, cookies and cream always. If you're going to the Hub in Tucson birthday party, and if you're going to the grocery store, half baked Ben and Jerry's. Oh, okay. I kind of like weird ones too. Like Rocky Road butter pecan and pistachio are probably like my pistachio top three. and like Almoretto no. cherry. Oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. All right. What's our what? next one? Yeah. Um, I think it's because one of my grandparents, that was their thing growing up. So I'd go to my grandparents' house oh. and I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, do you want some ice cream? And that's all they had. So when I was super little, I just like associated that with like a treat. And obviously. Do you like Werther's as well? Yeah. Where do you stand on Oh, Werther's? is that the caramel thing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cheerson <laughs> has the palate of an eight-year-old. And, all right. Next nice. question. Sign, extend, the cut, football, hockey, or baseball. I put each of the sports that we love the most up there to make it difficult. Maybe differentiate our oh, answers. This is hard. Right? I can go first because this is easy for me. Yeah, it's easy for me too. Um, I'm going to extend baseball, obviously. I'm going to sign hockey. I'm going to cut football. Sorry, football. Excuse wow. me? I know. I love hockey. I think hockey. we're all going to have a very different answer. Hockey is my second favorite sport for sure. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to sign football, extend hockey, and cut baseball. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> my heart. <laughs> I mean, there's a clear first for me. So what that's extend, right? Yeah. For sure, football. That's Football's my sport. Okay. The other two are really difficult. shoot <laughs> um i really don't want to cut either one um i'll go sign <laughs> i'm gonna go sign baseball sign baseball cut, but that's like really you Ooh. i could say it could have been like just as easily the other way around yeah. just as easily um nfl az cardinal saying sign football extend hockey Same cut baseball <laughs> Oh, extend is to extend hockey. So that's the favorite. Yeah. Chris is extending baseball, signing hockey, cut football. My girl. That's she agrees with said. me. I want somebody with NFL AZ Cardinals. I think they're confused too. You have to extend. <laughs> that's, what ba- I, that's the exact same thing I said. Charles Little Pike saying he would As sign NFL a baseball, extend hockey, cut football. Okay. All right. I know, but isn't extend yeah, the, I think the uh, best? saying that. Their name is literally NFL AZ Cardinals. Why wouldn't they extend yeah, football? Yeah, maybe yes. NFL AZ Cardinals the, is you, a Shane. giant. Oh no! See, swap, swap them around. around. Okay. See, yeah, I told you. <laughs> Come on. Um, all right, let's do our next one. Um, sign, extend, cut. This is going to be difficult. Oh, it's Devin Booker, Kyler Murray, and Clayton oh, Keller, the three stars in the valley. Ooh. <laughs> I have a feeling like I know what your going to do. <laughs> Um, okay, well, um, <laughs> I can go first if that helps. I would definitely extend Devin Booker. There's no way in the world I'm letting Devin Booker walk. Uh, I think I would 
I don't know. I'm going to get canceled. I think I would sign Kyler Murray and cut Clayton Keller. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. Yep. I think that's what I would do. She's like, that's fine, but I'm going to remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I would do the same thing. Uh, My thing, I think I'm so lukewarm on the Coyotes right now because I do not have any sort of like a emotional investment like an emotional investment that you was looking for the right word to say um to anybody on that team anymore because they're just there is no team right now and so like that's an easy one for me and i think in terms of like easily replaceable that's a little harsh i think out of those three like clayton would be like the easiest to replace in terms of like finding someone who could match his skill set You've got like 20,000 yeah, draft picks. I, I, so. I need to say it because like if you don't sign – well, for I agree with extending Booker. That's like a no-brainer for me. And yeah. I agree if you don't sign Kyler, like who else is going to be your quarterback? No one. Um, whereas like you said, Clayton Keller, there's a ton of wingers, high-scoring wingers in the league. Although like I don't want to say that because my heart says like sign Keller, cut yeah. Kyler. But my head says – it's a business decision Kyler cut (laughs) leave your emotions out of it I'm kidding I put my emotions on everything um Chris saying extend book sign Kyler cut Keller so she seems to be the consensus although a lot of people are cutting Kyler a lot of people are cutting Kyler. Charles is on the opposite he's extending Keller he's signing Booker and he's cutting Kyler wow Charles you must be a hockey person yeah yeah, he is he is (laughs) I think you're a a hockey person um (laughs) Trade Kyler. Okay, wow. Uh, lots of uh, opinions on that one. Anthony is saying he would extend book, sign Clayton, and drop Kyler. Ooh. Off at the bus station, specifically. Off at the bus station. Wow. Coming out hot, Totri. Jeez. Okay. Who said that? Anthony. Totri. Dro- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Get in here. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, NFL Cardinals asking, Kyme Cliff K1, sign, extend, no. cut. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Hang on. She's hang just on. like, I got this. Okay. Okay, I think you extend K1, you sign Cliff, and you cut Kime. Boom. I think Kyler's more valuable than Cliff. Is that a hot take? Um, it's probably the most level-headed one to make. I think you cut Kime no matter what, right? No? Tiersen? Give me a second, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business decision. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's like the most like logical thing to do for sure. But um, people are agreeing with yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for and the I'll support. I'll just agree with you too for the sake of not. I, I, I was gonna like kind of do like a hot take, but like that's the most like level-headed answer. What to would have. be your hot yeah. take? Extend Cliff. My hot take. Time. My hot. Would be extend Cliff, sign Kime, cut Kyler. Oh. All right. Throw it out there. Why not? Like, like, but like, but that goes against, I mean, you can't like, you need Kyler at the same time. So like that's, it goes against what's like should be an appropriate answer. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do our uh, next one quickly here. Extend, oh, signing sign cuts, stadium food. <laughs> this is an easy one for me. This is also easy for me. Okay, you guys go. I already know Cheerson's. Extend nacho, sign soft pretzel, cut the heck out of an emulsified hot dog. You don't like hot dogs? Oh, yeah. If you watched the week you were in Vegas, we did a <laughs> oh, bracket of stadium food, and Cheerson and I got into it over hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into it. Like, Lizzie debate? I missed the good But I will debate. say that... Nachos did win our brackets. Wow. So, yeah. I'm surprised. I, so I agree. Extend nachos, but I'm signing hot dog and cutting soft pretzel okay. because my no. take is I am not a pretzel person. I'm not. How do you not like a warm bread with no. butter and salt? Because That's like the three best food groups on the planet. First of all, yeah. I don't, I'm not a huge butter person. And pretzels just don't have any flavor to me. Then. You dip Ugh. them in cheese. Yeah. Cheese or mustard. I'd rather, I eat, not, I'd rather eat like tortilla <laughs> chips and cheese and that's what nachos are. Isn't so. pretzel and mustard like a Canadian thing? Oh. Am I just making that up? I think that's like a, just, a thing. just a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I put mustard on my soft pretzel. I just don't like mustard that much. Like I would rather just dunk it in a pile of cheese. Yeah. I Okay, I'm extending soft pretzels because soft pretzels are my absolute favorite. I will always have a soft pretzel when I go to a game. Um, I'll sign nachos, but it has to have jalapenos on it. Mm. Otherwise, I would sign hot dog, but only with <laughs> mustard. <laughs> I'm also I'm a Craig person. I hate ketchup on hot dogs. It's disgusting. So if it has jalapenos on it, 
I would sign nachos and cut hot dog. Everyone who's agreeing with me just know that I see you. It's because Leah has taste. Okay, Emma, I see you. <laughs> Start saying you would sign soft pretzels, extend nachos, cut hot dog. Uh, I just don't know. I think soft pretzels are so much better than nachos. It's a no warm bread way. salt. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Have you ever had pulled pork nachos? Yeah, you were stuck oh. on the pulled pork idea of it. Glizzy gotta go. Na- nachos have the highest ceiling. In- yes, yes, exactly. Hot dogs have the lowest ceiling by far. Yes. Agree, but they're still better than soft pretzels to me. No, they're not. Um, okay. Chris, <laughs> extend pretzel, sign nachos, not. Okay, and cut hot dogs. Yeah, dog. not yeah. shitty cheese. I agree with that, Chris. Chris and I are uh, three for three on these. I'm very happy we're on the same page. Darth saying Michaela on fuego. <laughs> no ketchup on hot dog. Facts. Thank you. But I do put ketchup on my mac and cheese, which we can totally save for another day. No, because... I do that too. I put ketchup and hot sauce on my mac and cheese. You do? Yeah, we've talked about this. Oh, that's right. You're that's just forgetting. I know. Craig Morgan, if you are watching this, turn it off now. I have the attention span of a squirrel. Um, I love ketchup on my mac and cheese. Oh, that's definitely a Canadian thing. I've heard that. Oh, yeah. Canadians a love craft ketchup dinner, on mac and cheese. Which is just box mac and cheese, craft dinner with ketchup. Oh, yeah. flame. That is so me. So good. Um, okay, do we have one more? Okay, last one. Sign, extend, cut. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. Ex- the three most iconic. Extend holidays. Thanksgiving, sign Christmas, cut Fourth of July. What? Really? Oh, you're Canadian. That's why. Yeah. You're. I've only been. I've only been in the U.S. for Fourth of July three times in my life. Really? Really? Yeah. What? You go to Canada? Every I go to Canada summer? every summer. Yeah, I've only been here three times. Are you going to be here this summer? Probably. We're going to have a great 4th of July. We're going to change your mind. Okay. You can celebrate. And Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and Christmas is fine. Yeah, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Jewish and Canadian, so this one was easy How did you not cut Christmas then? Because I like Christmas. I celebrate Christmas. Okay, okay. That's fair. I would extend Thanksgiving. I'm on the same page as you. Thanksgiving is by far my favorite holiday. This might be a hot take. I'm going to sign 4th of July and I'm going to cut Christmas. I'm salty about Christmas because my birthday is three days before it. So Fair. Christmas is like my least favorite holiday of all time because it takes the attention away from oh my me. Gosh. Michaela, Christmas is about Jesus in a manger. <laughs> That's true. What? I feel bad now, but I, my birthday is three days before Christmas. I've always hated Christmas. <laughs> What's yours, Tristan? Tristan, what are you doing? Um, I'm extending Christmas. I love Christmas. Um, also, we do this thing that I hope we never stop doing but i come i'm like one of five kids so all the kids all the you know spouses their kids etc my grandparents like everybody comes and stays the night at my parents house so it's like a totally packed house okay it's super fun there's people like in there's extra beds set up and every couch is taken and it's just like the house is totally packed and then we wake up on christmas morning we have a huge breakfast open presents and we all hang out so like i love that, that used tradition. to be my christmas yeah now it's, it's changed my, yeah. Christmas is my mom's decision. like here's some cash happy christmas and we yeah <laughs> it would be wildly different if like my if you know i was an only child or something like that where it was just like you get to a certain age yeah and you know it is yeah. what it is but my siblings are like I my youngest sibling is like still I two of my siblings are still in college. Okay. So we're not even to that point yet. Yeah. Um and then now I've got like nieces and things like that. So it's it's super fun. Um so extend so, Christmas. So yeah, so extend Christmas. And I love Thanksgiving too, but I'm going to say yes. sign 4th of July yes. and cut Thanksgiving. I have a question. Oh. You hate Christmas because it interferes with your birthday. Shane, do you hate 4th of July because it interferes with your birthday? No, I love 4th of July. It's a two-day bender. We're, we're, we're extending <laughs> Christmas. You're signing 4th of July. You're cutting Thanksgiving, but you're signing uh, stuffing off of waivers. <laughs> there you go. There stuffing you go. is the best. I love I will stuffing. Yeah. Stuffing is elite. I mix my cranberries You could also eat stuffing on Christmas, though. Yeah, well, we do. My mom... So all of my siblings and I love stuffing the most that my mom saves like a portion of the stuffing from the turkey and Thanksgiving because we do steak on Christmas just for us to have on Christmas because we love Thanksgiving that much. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, but I I don't know. I could never get rid of Thanksgiving. It's the best holiday. It's family, food and football. What more could you possibly want? I mean, that's like Christmas, too. And also in Phoenix for the 4th of July is like 120 degrees outside. I I associate the 4th of July with like a boat. 
Okay. And water. I wish. Why Why would you keep Thanksgiving, uh, 4th of July, Shane? Because 4th of July is so fun. When's your birthday? July, July 3rd. 3rd. Oh, it's the day before. Yeah. Two-day bender. Oh. It's fantastic. And you're not salty about having to share your birthday with a holiday? No. No, just me then. <laughs> yeah, because, because I don't get presents on 4th of July. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. true. That's presents true. the day before 4th of July, and then I'm fit yeah. on the 4th so of July. So, <laughs> yeah, like, essentially, it just, like, extends the celebration celebration exactly. yeah exactly and it's yeah. usually probably falls over a long weekend too so you don't have to work so what you're saying extend thanksgiving sign fourth of july cut christmas dang you cut guys christmas. i cut christmas too so i guess yeah it's the same charles saying sign thanksgiving extend christmas cut fourth of july dang uh, darth is cutting fourth of july too everybody is cutting all of the fourth of july i do like thanksgiving but i feel like it's so close to Christmas that yeah. you know, if we didn't have it, I mean, just had Christmas instead, we could still be good. NFL AZ Cardinals asking us if we would uh, between Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, and Seth Rogen. I don't know. This is easy for me because I hate all of them. So cut what? every single one of them. Their movies are the worst. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, the that worst is that I'm getting in Slander. There are two Canadians we are not there. Into this right now. It's not good. Is Jim Carrey and um and Seth um, Rogen? What Canadian. what movie is Jim Carrey in? That's the like, mask. No. <laughs> anyway, I think they're all. Adam Sandler is by far the worst out of all three of them. Adam Sandler movies are hot garbage. Ace Ventura. <laughs> yes, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura is probably the only Jim Carrey movie I like. Or Dumb and Dumber is pretty good too. Yes, okay. Man. Come. Oh my god. Dumb I and Dumber. I like Ace yes, man, I can't do this. Adam Sandler is garbage. There's what good Adam Sandler movie is there? You're just gonna get yourself. Fifty first well, day. I will say. I are will you say kidding? The, the, the further nuts. along in Billy Adam Madison? Sandler's career, Happy Gilmore. Sorry. He is not what he used to be, for sure. Like, he does make now some All of the, the movies that Adam Taylor now are garbage. Yeah, they're, they, I agree. But, like, in his prime. Uncut, uncut gems? gems. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, most Just of the Netflix specials are terrible. Uncut gems, you know? Okay. Um. All right. We're getting off the rails. Thank you guys so much for joining wait, us. Wait, one what? Thing. What? Wait, I, 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 Emma, the intern, is by my side, and I had to have her make one thing because the Marco Wilson shoe incident is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in sports. <laughs> oh, no. So, Cheerson, this is for you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was incredible. Um, shout out to our intern Emma for calling an audible and creating that absolute work of art. I love that. <laughs> for everybody listening, well on audio, done. It was just, it was just Cheerson's head on Marco Wilson throwing a shoe that said James Conner isn't worth the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're definitely turning that into a meme that could be used for lots of things in this office yes. uh, keep that file on standby yes. <laughs> very creative great yeah. job Emma that yeah. was awesome thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast for everyone in the comments who played along with us you guys are the absolute best thank you so much for watching and for commenting make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast Apple, Spotify, anywhere leave us a five star review I definitely appreciate it um, you guys are the best and we will see you next week.